Welcome to Psychology Has It Backwards. This series will question the assumption that people are psychologically broken and need to be fixed. We will talk about how seeing people as innately healthy will change all of your interactions and outcomes. This is a true paradigm shift, and it simplifies the entire process of dealing with mental distress and allows for more profound and immediate changes. Hi, I'm Judy Sedgman, and welcome to Psychology Has It Backwards. I'm here with my dear friend, colleague, and podcast companion, Christine Heath, coming to you from Hawaii. And we're delighted to uh, be here for another week. And this week's topic is wisdom. Uh, wisdom is a uh, used to be a word that I thought applied only to people that meditated on mountaintops or, or sat cross-legged on stones along the path, that kind of thing. I didn't really ever think of wisdom as a common human experience. And I remember when I was a little girl, I got, I got that idea of somehow from reading I was doing or whatever, and I... I had the thought that someday maybe I'll meet somebody that is wise and that would be so cool. And I used to ask my parents like, you know, where, where do the wise people stay? You know, like, where do you find them? And, and my uh, parents didn't have an answer to that. They were like, oh, I don't know. They could be anywhere, <laughs> you know? but we still kind of had in society. I think the general idea that there are a, a separate class of people, the wise people, and you're, if you're lucky, you might meet one, but you probably aren't one. And so it was a real shock to me when I got involved with the principles and I found out that wisdom is universal, available to everybody on earth. And it is the intelligence of the universe. And I was like, oh, wow, I don't have to be looking around for wise people. You know, I could I could find wisdom for myself and at first that seemed like a like a a distant goal like well maybe someday but you know over time as I think back on my life and I've you know done that a lot recently is I think back on it and I think there from the time I was little I often got the right answer, you know, the wise idea about something, the idea that was going to be the perfect answer for what I was looking for. But I wouldn't have recognized it as wisdom, because I didn't even know what wisdom was. I wouldn't have recognized that wisdom is just the, you know, the your own, the, the intelligence that's smarter than your intellect, that's deeper than your intellect, that comes through to you. And you're, suddenly out of the quiet of your mind something occurs to you and you think oh okay yeah that makes sense and that comes with that nice feeling of oh yeah you know kind of a relief or a beautiful sense of peace that okay I have the answer now and it's happened many times to me in my life as I think back over it and I always thought oh it's dumb luck or I don't know how I ever thought of that. I'll probably never think of anything like that again. But now, thank God, it worked out. You know, I never really stopped to appreciate or even to look to ask myself, what was the difference qualitatively in my own experience when that happened? But when I think back on it, I realize it was always sometime when I least expected it and when I was quiet and I wasn't trying. So, you know, like... 
I was driving around or I was sitting in my living room looking out the window or I was in the shower or I was cooking or, you know, and it's just, you know, or sitting at the beach or whatever that, you know, suddenly something would pop into my head and it would be the thing I'd been agonizing over a few hours before, you know, making lists and trying to figure it out. So, you know, wisdom is uh, what I've discovered now is like the balm uh, of our life. It's like the soothing answers that come to us when we most need them. It's like, it's like uh, it can be something tiny. It can be something very tiny. And it can be something hilariously funny, but it changes your life. It's like, you know, one of the, one of the first things that occurred to me when I heard about the principles was I was um, driving home from listening to someone speak about the principles and I was in a great mood and I was quiet. It was the end of the day and I was going home to my daughter and I was excited about, you know, having dinner with my family. And so I'm just listening to the NPR on the way home on the radio. And there was a story about how uh, the law was changing so that truck drivers, long distance truck drivers would be required to stop after no more than eight hours of driving, they'd have to stop and that they had to, they had to have, you know, keep logs and they had to turn the logs in and every trucking company was going to be responsible because there were so many accidents caused by truck drivers falling asleep at the wheel that it was, you know, it was a, a public health hazard. And I'm listening to this and I, and all of a sudden I was quiet. I'm in the car driving along and all of a sudden I had the thought, Oh my goodness, here you are trying to run a business and raise a child and be a wife and keep a big house and do all this civic work. And you wouldn't even qualify to drive a truck across country (laughs) because I was getting like three hours of sleep a night if I was lucky. And I, and I, and I, then I realized you're sleep deprived. No wonder you're so depressed all the time. Now, that was funny. I mean, I actually was laughing when I had that thought because I thought, yeah, I'm not even qualified to drive a truck and I'm trying to do all these things and I'm wondering why I'm so worked up all the time and living on coffee. So, so um, anyway, when I got home, I told my daughter, she was just, she was a little girl at the time. She, she was, I told her, you know, and she said, well, I could have told you that. <laughs> 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 I remember thinking, oh, you're a rude little one. <laughs> she was right. She could have. Because children naturally have wisdom all the time. It's very common for them. It's done until you start thinking about it that you miss it. So I'm grateful for wisdom. And I think it's a wonderful thing to be able to share with all of you that that we have it. It's it's already in us. It's already available to us always. You know, the first the first book that was written about this work, and it was before it was we even talked about principles. It was called Sanity, Insanity, and Common Sense. And if you think about that word common sense, it's a sense that's common to everybody. And that's really what wisdom is, is kind of a knowing or an ability to uh, see how to do life in the moment in a way that's the most productive. And actually, the first time I understood that was when I I was a little girl, maybe five, and I was in the basement of our hotel with my father. And we were doing something, and I didn't know how to do it. And my dad looked at me and goes, well, don't you have any common sense? And I remember thinking, I don't know. What's that? (laughs) 
And like for him, it's like, it seemed like I should know what that was. But I, but I remember like thinking there's something about that I should know about, you know, like that's kind of one of those, those little bits of knowing. And then I remember when I grew up, people used to say that um, women had women's intuition and that they'd say things like women, they know these things, like they just know what's going to happen. Like they've got this ability. And I remember thinking like, oh, I'm a woman. I'm going to be a woman. I'm going to know these things. That'll be really cool. And I was really interested in that. And then I kind of laughed because as we've all gotten educated as women, we've lost that knowing because we've got it up in our head and we're thinking too much. So it's kind of like this intelligence that comes before the intellect. It comes with the energy of life. And that inner, that knowing when it comes through, one of the things that the principles bring to us is that we can um, understand that it is there. So when it comes through, we can value it. Like, so when most people know they have wisdom, but they frequently know it when it's too late. Like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have said that, or I knew I should have gone over there, where it's kind of like that knowing but we didn't know we knew at the time. It's kind of like you see it out of the corner of your eye, you know, and then somebody talks about it and you go, oh yeah, I did see that. You know, it's like, and so to me, it's like the, one of the things that the three principles helps us to see is what that is so that we can really trust it more and not override it with our little pea brain. Because anybody that you talk to, if you talk to them about these experiences, they will be able to tell you something that happened, that they had wisdom and they followed it and things got better or they didn't follow it and they should have. They knew they should have. Like we all have that. But so that's kind of one of the things that we do differently, right, with this work and the principles that's different from psychology is we know that everybody has their own answers, so it's no longer up to us to problem solve. Now, for a lot of therapists, that would take out a lot of the session if I'm not going to problem solve with this person, right? But it's recognizing that people have the ability to tap into a deeper intelligence that's right for them. And directing people, like we were just talking about this in, this, um, in the group that we do, the Psychology Has It Backwards group is that as people start to get insights, they will remember things they did when they were younger, before in their life, when they knew what to do to get their health. And that's kind of the, the beautiful thing is once you start to wake up to it, you go, oh yeah, I knew that. I knew not to take, like one client I had many years ago, was sexually abused by her father from age nine to 13. And she, when she came in to see me, she said, you know, Chris, I know that, you know, this is, an, I'm an incest victim, but it really didn't affect me in the way that it affects most of people. So I don't think it, it really has affected me. And I said, well, help me understand that. And, and she said, well, my dad was alcoholic and he had mental illness. And I knew that, I knew that about him. So I knew it really wasn't him doing it to me. I knew it wasn't my fault. I knew it had nothing to do with me as a person. It was just, you know, this really bad thing that he would do when he would get really insecure. And I said, oh, okay, all right. 
So then she goes on to tell me the story of her life. And she had like she was dating two men and they both were um, expecting her to do like really bizarre things in their life, like things that you wouldn't expect another human being to do. And, I, and unfortunately, so many years ago, I can't remember what it was. But um, and I, so she's telling me about this in her intake. And so I laughed and she said, well, what are you laughing? At? And I said, well, you may not have been affected in the normal ways, but you sure have learned how to tolerate bad behavior in males. <laughs> and, you know, it's just kind of like that was her wisdom at the time, telling her it had nothing to do with her. Like she just knew that. Then she had another blind spot, you know, about how her thinking did get affected by it and, and how that was affecting her now. But when she saw that, then she started laughing, too. And she goes, oh, you're right. That is that is just my little habit. Yeah. One of the one of the hallmarks, I think, of uh, our work that one of the things that I love about our work, really, truly love about it is that. Um, Sometimes I I look at my clients and it's like watching, you know, a slow motion movie of a flower blooming, you know, because they come in and they're all closed up and they've got all these problems and they're so worried about this or anxious about that or whatever. And as they as they discover their own wisdom, as they find it within themselves and they start having insights, it's like you can see the petals open and the, the heart starts to show and you can see the beautiful color inside that flower and um, I just, I mean, sometimes it just moves me to tears to see people just to discover the simple fact that they, they know the answer. They just don't, they haven't seen how to access it, how to, how to appreciate it. And I, you know, I have clients tell me stories about their life where, you know, they did amazing things that were very wise, but they never stopped to ask themselves, how did I know to do that? And then then they wouldn't know how to get get it again when they needed another answer. Yeah, it's 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 kind of amazing when people um, look back in their lives and they realize that they've had it, and je- then just finding out like, oh, this is inside of me all the time. That's what gives people self confidence. People don't have self confidence because they're trying to trust their um, the the artificial intelligence in their head to get through life and you just Siri will not help you do that. And the Siri <laughs> that lives in your head is not any more well informed than any any other artificial intelligence. It's just information. But in the moment your wisdom will inform you about what to do. And so awakening to that makes people so much more confident to know that they know what to do. That they're not broken. Their thinking might be a little bit off. But they're not broken, and they do have the answers, and they do know what to do. And they don't need to rely on other people to do that, let alone their therapist, who has no idea what they should do, I might add. And they come up with way better ideas than I could come up with. Yeah. Well, when we tell them what to do, we're just telling them what occurs to us that we would do if it was us, but we're not them. You know, and so that's why you know, I started to think about all the advice that I've gotten for people that I looked up to who, if they, if I had taken their advice, it would have worked out great for them, but it, 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 it wasn't something I could see for myself. But when somebody, you know, I remember when my father had a friend who was loved math and loved to teach math. And I remember one time we were, we were at a, a dinner thing 
this a wedding or something and we're sitting at the table and I was a kid and I was kind of bored and he noticed that and he said, you want me to teach you some math tricks? And I said, yeah. And I, I don't know what he did. He took like wine corks and some silverware and he was showing me patterns and things and, and it was fascinating. And I remember he asked me, uh, I asked him, how, how, do you, how do you know how to do these things? And he said, the same way you would know. I remember him saying that. And I said, what do you mean? I don't know anything. I'm like 10 years old. (laughs) He said, oh, you do. You just haven't found it yet. I remember that conversation because I was so, I I was kind of uplifted by it, but I I didn't know what he meant exactly, but it was kind of hopeful. But that's really true. You know, I, I can't do his math tricks, but if I start to understand the principle behind math, I'll do my own math tricks. I'll come up with things, ways to teach things that I can teach. And that's, the, that's what we all want in life. We want the joy of discovering our own life, discovering our own answers and feeling great because, you know, we saw to do something, it worked out and we're going to see some more. And I, I, just, I just encourage people to trust that, to trust that it's there and it's really easy to override it and get scared and think, oh, I can't possibly or I'm not smart enough or I didn't go to college or whatever. It's nothing to do with learning. Wisdom is common sense. It's the universal seeing what to do. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because People will sometimes say to me, well, Chris, I mean, really, where does that come from? Where does that, where does that intelligence come from? Well, of course it comes from, like, you get wisdom that's right for you. So, you know, it comes through your personal thinking, right? Like, I don't get, I don't get wisdom for Judy Sedgman. Like, you know, I, 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 if I got an insight about physics, I wouldn't know it if it hit me with a 10, you know, (laughs) you know, it's kind of like we all, it comes through us personally. But the intelligence, like we were just reading an article. I know you read the article too about the trees, you know, yeah. and how they hold hands and how they they support each other by when one tree needs more sugar, the other tree sends some over. And there's this symbiotic relationship and communication that happens between trees. And trees have no brain. There's a way that thought works without the brain. Right. And that's where wisdom comes from. So yep. in animals, we call it instinct, right? And we can see that they have kind of a knowing. The whales come down here. Like they're gone now. They went back up to Alaska. So they know that knowing. They know when to go back. And well, They also so, know the song to sing. Yeah. The whale song changes. Every, that just blew my mind, Chris, when I heard that. And then, uh, you know, I was on a whale boat thing. I think it was in Hawaii. And they put the microphone down and you can hear the whales and they're all singing the same song. Yeah. And then they said, if you go back and to the certain site on the web and listen, you can see they change the song every year. And that's how they stay in communication with each other. Now, it would be like if, you know, knowing... <laughs> Beyonce's next hit, you know, I mean, how the heck would you know that? But somehow the whales do that. And I'm thinking, there are things we just don't, our little brain can't even wrap itself around that are deeper than we are, you know, that are, yeah. yeah. Like, like the other thing is ants, ants have no brain, right? Right. And yet one ant finds some food, man, the rest of the crew comes streaming in, you know, you've got a pathway of ants coming in through the window into the house where the food is. Right. See, there's so much we don't really understand about the power of thought. 
and how thought is just a way that the intelligence of the universe works. And to me, that's like so fascinating, but knowing that we are part of that, right? We're part of that. So the more we can listen to that and trust it, the more we're able to walk into the unknown and we're able to, to feel more confident. And in general, we handle life more easily. Like I'll tell you one story before we end here, but my husband just had a, an episode. They, they changed his blood pressure medicine, right? And so his blood pressure was, a little, was low and as a result of this new medication. And so I happened to bring the blood pressure cuff with us to our little, little staycation that we took. And um, we went golfing and it was really hot and he got overheated. And because he was on this medicine, his blood pressure dropped so low. And so we went back and I'm like, uh, let me drive. No, no, I'm going to drive. And, and there's part of me like going, oh, you should really be driving. But I got insecure, right? I didn't listen to it. And he drove. Luckily, I, I watched him like a hawk. We got back and then I had to help him get in the lobby. Couldn't walk up to the room. So I get the, the um, wheelchair and we take him up to the room. I put him in the shower because I figure he's overheated, right? And then I take his blood pressure and it was like 78 over 58. And then it went down to 71 over 52. And then I did it the third time. It was 61 over 42. And my wisdom was like, call 911. And it was like, oh, yeah, call 911. Because I was trying to see if it was bad enough, right? So it was it's interesting. It's kind of like how I, I just sat back and I was listening, listening. And then, boom, it was like, okay, now is the time. So then the, the EMTs come and they want to take him to the hospital. And he's like, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. And I was like, oh, this will be interesting to see what that happens now. And he goes, he goes, then he goes, okay, I'll go to the hospital, but my wife is going to drive me. I was like, oh, interesting. This is interesting. And then the, the medic calls the um, doctor. And the doctor is this young, long-haired ER doctor at, at uh, the hospital. And he gets on the phone and he goes, sir, that's really stupid. Even though your blood pressure is coming up, it's still really low. You need to get in here. And my husband goes, oh, I'm stupid. I better go in. So it was like, but I had to like let it, let it kind of play out. But it was interesting for me how I was kind of watching this. And then my wisdom would come in and go, take his blood pressure, do this, call 911. And it was like, I didn't, I didn't like question it, but I knew I also knew I couldn't push him. So I had to kind of work with him. Anyway, it was just a really great example about how it helps you to get through the moment. You know, yeah, nothing prepares us for that. Yeah. You, know, you can't study ahead for what do I do when his blood pressure drops. You just take it, yeah. listen to your wisdom as it comes. That's a beautiful yeah. story, Chris. And he's doing fine now. They, they took him off all blood pressure medicine and... His blood pressure's been fine. So funny, we both are having high blood pressure. We went to the doctor and he said, oh yeah, this kind of drug will do that sometimes. And so we're taking you both off. So we're both off and we don't have high blood pressure. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) That's great. Well, we've done it again. So uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. And meanwhile, have a great week. Listen to your wisdom. Yep. We hope you heard something new and that you will continue to join us to challenge the prevailing thinking about the possibilities for health in everyone. To subscribe to the podcast, 
visit our website at psychologyhasitbackwards.com. 